Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating and leaning into juicy, soulful, whole, conscious living. And today, um, we actually start off with a share around a B Corp. So I was looking at B Corp UK. They recently had an event celebrating a thousand B Corps in the UK. So these are companies that part of their legislation is to take people and planet into consideration as well as bottom line. So this fashion, they call Deploy London. And the woman who started is actually an architect by training. She also did fine arts and then architecture. She's always loved clothing and buildings. And her, it's just so stunning because I also just love the design element. I love like functional design. Um, where, you know, if you do have things, I love bringing artistry into stuff that we use every day, from bowls to glasses to cups to servings, things. I think it's really, really beautiful when art becomes something you can use. And there's an artistry also then in clothing and clothing design. So they're very much into final consumer where they tailor and more make clothes, where they source and everything's their carbon... One of those carbon certifications, like neutral or something, but they're also certified B Corp. And even like people, if people have invested in other sort of design aware and it's just not fitting or something's changed, you know, they can bring it or maybe it doesn't, it worked a few years ago, but it's not really like working today. Then they will like rework and redesign that piece so you still keep it. And really understanding their clients and designing so it fits someone's lifestyle and that the pieces that you have really work for you and that you're going to love them and they're going to stay in your cupboard for ages. And the idea also is to repair. And if you reach a time where you're not so happy with it, bring it in and let's see if we can't like reconfigure it or redesign it or re, um, God, I can't think of the word is like reform, you know, like if there's new trends in fashion. Like, how can we sort of upgrade? Um, so I thought that was really, really lovely. I do want to do a little bit more investigation, so I may be sharing a bit more next time. Um, some other stuff. I just wanted to share some delicious examples around this theme of, and then everything changes. Give me a second. Ah, yes, I have to go look at the phrase because it happened in conversation with a friend, this phrase of like when you change the way you see something, when there's some sort of paradigm shift, that internal change, it changes everything without changing anything. And oh, I just love that line. It just sort of co-created between the two of us because what happened was she was referred to a book called Before the Coffee Gets Cold. And when the person was describing it, it was something like four short stories which revolve around this coffee shop where if you order the coffee and you sit in a certain chair, you can travel back in time. But there's certain like um, provisors and you don't get to change anything. And she said like she really didn't think it was her kind of book, but this person was really like going on about it. So she thought she'd give it a try and she was like blown away. It's a Japanese author, and recently also she'd spoken to me about how she wanted to expand her repertoire of authors from international cultures and places that she's not experienced and explored. So she said, like, the thing was, you don't 
what happened was because when you go back, nothing's going to change when you come back to the future. But something changed with these people somehow in the way they were seeing things or they got some sort of insight or some sort of, and that internal change that it changed everything without changing anything. Oh, yeah. And just this like huge, I just like it. When Greg Braden says that as humanity was like discovery and, and sciences and all of that and medical health and well-being, we're only just beginning to understand that we're only just beginning to understand. Yeah. I'm like just scraping the surface of this phenomenal power we have to determine our experience and the quality of our experience. And it is that Milton quote about the the mind can make a hell of heaven and a heaven of hell. And that's how like these, these guys, I hear these stories of people who've worked with prison guys in prison on like death sentences who are part of like meditation and various courses and who do such amount of inner work that they're in a space they're never going to leave. And yet they come to a place of just living with such presence and gratitude and they're making a heaven out of hell. And then there's people out free who can't let go of certain past traumas or things or events and live in total states of regret and remorse and anxiety and, um, and they're making a, a hell out of, of, of what I could, could be a heaven for somebody else. And yeah, it was just I, so delicious because I had a um, little example the other day where Mickey often talks about, don't worry about the big stuff. Just start with the small stuff and see what triggers you. And I've been playing with this idea of like preference and letting go of preference and just deciding to be happy either way. And Oh, it's just so nice to see it practically in action because so many times like there'll be stuff that I aspire to and then in the moment, oh my God, I just completely uh, drop the ball in so many ways and then realize afterwards. And this was just one of those celebratory moments where it actually sort of naturally just happened where um, my son was at his dad and I was going to take school lunch and um to organize to get it to him and it's about a half an hour walk from where I am I really like the walk so I was for some reason we couldn't coordinate in the evening and I said okay so I'll come around in the morning he's like really and I'm like yeah it's beautiful early I'll come a nice long walk he's like okay and I said you know the air is so clear and the sun's just rising he was like yeah but what if it's raining I was like, oh, cool. Then you know what? We recently both got our first pair, well, my first pair of like water resistant sort of ankle boots because in Jerusalem it is wet in the winter and with a lot of walking, it's good to have something that doesn't, your feet don't get wet. And we did look for like a B Corp and yeah, I bought a more like sustainably B Corp orientated shoe. And I was like, okay, cool. Then I'll get to test our new shoes to see if they really are waterproof. And he, I could hear in his voice, he was like, oh, I like, it was one of those where it just naturally happened of like deciding to be happy and see the joy and the opportunity for just gratitude of experiencing this place, this magical wonderland that's not ours and never wasn't ours before, will continue past us and that we're gifted to actually be here, to be conscious of for a little teeny weeny wink of time. And so that one was lovely. 
And I think I also have another one. Yeah, about how when things change on the inside, that it changes everything without changing anything. Because it's not like anything on the outside is different. But yet, because the inside has shifted, everything is. So opening up to prefer like letting go of preference and the possibility of expanding our capacity for joy and pleasure right i used to have this huge aversion for cold water oh my god the thought of getting under a cold shower so originally the more like i heard of, i read about like this being good for you and all this stuff and then i also became an exercise in getting comfortable and being uncomfortable and it's just amazing now because we're heading into winter in Jerusalem and I've got this whole, because in summer I'm very happy to just go cold shower from the beginning. And now it's like so nice to start out warm and then like everywhere is just warm and toasty. And then I love it, I love it, I love it. Like put it on the furthest cold and it is so refreshing that I never, ever, ever, if someone ever would have said to me that I would get to the place of actually loving that cold end, I just would have thought they're absolutely stark raving mad. And also, like I grew up with this total aversion to fresh parsley. And then my son was like, but why don't you just be open to stuff? You tell us to be open to stuff. And then slowly started to be open to adding parsley and experiencing the flavor and just being open to it. And it's another 180 degrees. Oh my God, now one of my favorite salads is like from this one place. It's so lovely. It's like cucumber, tomato, red onion, tiny, tiny, tiny chopped with tons and tons and tons of very finely chopped fresh parsley, tahina and salt, a nice flaky salt and fresh lemon. Oh, and flakes of almond or some sort of nut. It is absolutely heavenly and it is smothered. The key is smothering it in freshly finely chopped parsley. So precious souls. Here is to, yeah, just making more conscious fashion choices, investing in pieces that will last a lifetime and possibly even be handed on or, or looking at options afterwards to sort of swap and still give life to garments that maybe you don't feel you want to give more life to, but they've still got more life in them. <laughs> oh my Lord, did I just nearly stand in something? No. And then <laughs> the other one here is to paradigm shifts and opening our capacity to experience and just letting go, letting go of preference. Just realizing you can have fun either way and realizing that when it changes on the inside, oh, it changes everything without changing anything. So here is too many glorious moments of changing everything without changing anything. Happy adventuring, precious heart. Mwah.